1: That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish.
2: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish
0: and Flick, everyone. Swish
1: and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Swish and Flick. I'm Sarah. I'm Katie. I'm
2: Megan. And I'm Tiffany. (laughs) Today we will be (laughs) discussing... And that's a
0: lie.
2: (laughs) I'm tired. Okay. But for reals.
1: Today we will be discussing chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Nicholas Flamel. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. Before we begin, let's go to Megan for the weekly profit. The real Megan.
3: The real Megan. Okay, I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Can you 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 be be Megan? Can you be yourself? Yeah. So... The news this week is that Jude Law has officially finished his filming of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too.
1: Yay! Is that what the call? Is that oh, the she title? No, she hasn't
3: released. Oh, okay. Title. I was like
1: <laughs> <is> awful. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, so the movie, presumably, <laughs> Sarah. Excuse you. The movie presumably is still in production because it's very doubtful that the entire movie was completed in less than three months. Um, But Jude Law is finished with his role. (laughs) Who's he playing
2: again? (laughs) He He plays a younger
3: version of Albus Dumbledore, a role model a role made famous by <laughs> Richard Harris and Michael Gambon in the Harry Potter movies. He's a real role model.
2: <laughs> he also well star up Do you know who Richard Harris's like kind of brother-in-law is but not like so what? his brother What does that mean? His first brother of all? died when he was like young like 40s. His wife got remarried to um Pierce Brosnan and so what? his two his two oldest kids he adopted but were harris's kids richard harris's niece and nephew why do you know that because i looked it up the one day because i was i you know i do these things so um i'm sorry (laughs) so so he married his wife she died of ovarian cancer her daughter who he helped raise once i don't know how how old she was when they got married she died of ovarian cancer. Then he has a son that's, like, actually Richard Harris's, not like, actual um, nephew. And then her, him and his wife have a son together.
1: That's a lot.
2: Yeah. It's a lot of
1: knowledge information. So. Thank you, Ravenclaw. You're
2: welcome.
3: Up next for Jude Law is Woody Allen's latest feature, which is currently shooting in New York City. And the above-mentioned project with Reed Murano uh, he's joining Blake Lively in this movie called Rhythm Section.
2: Interesting. Is mm. that about drums?
3: I have no idea. Drums. So yeah, that's exciting. And also thank <clears> you <throat> to Snitch Seeker for the
1: article. And I'll post it for you guys. And he was spotted with a uh, short beard. A short beard. Well, and
2: didn't people take pictures with him too? I don't
1: like, know about that. Start- I believe so. I, I, don't, you that, know me. I, mean. I don't know celebrity stuff.
2: I th- well, sadly it's my entire life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your entire life, pretty much. They, he, he was pictured like they he took pictures with like fans oh, somewhere, sure and they were he, like, yeah. "Oh, that must be like they're talking about him filming <clears throat> in a specific location." But unfortunately, I don't Lake know. Hawk Abbey, I believe, is yeah. where people spotted him,
1: and I've heard it be referred to as Dumble Scruff.
2: I mm. oh, love it. I'm like so it. excited, and I'm so excited to see him mm. and Grendwall. Right. They better not mess this
1: yeah. up. <laughs> It'll be interesting, on.
2: especially to see like cuz Grin- sorry, don't kill me. Grindelwald is um Johnny Depp, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm it. just so interested to see the two of them uh, <laughs>
1: together. I It'll agree. be interesting. To I see really love Johnny Depp, thing. but but he looks awful as Grindwald. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's he interesting. His mu- that it's the mustache thing. I've gets me. seen him look worse in other films. I was just I think he say, looked better he in ever, Edward Scissorhands.
3: I was going to say, does he ever look normal in any role that he's in? <laughs> no,
2: yes. He I'm I love him in Pirates. He's so hot. Oh, he's Pirates. so good in
1: Pirates. Mm. What is it called? Chocolate.
2: Oh, he looks good. Shoot. I forgot about that movie.
1: Uh, it's the one. I'll think of it. Keep Secret talking. Secret window, he kind of. Yes.
2: Oh, okay. Secret he just window. Looks sad. <laughs>
1: He's uh-huh.
2: slash crazy. <laughs> that movie is
1: so
3: gross. What, I just
1: clapped, yeah. by the way, and no one caught it. No? I'm sorry? Bueller? Bueller. 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 Okay, anyways. What movie is that? Secret, Secret window.
2: window? Or no. are you talking about Bueller? That spares Bueller's day off. I know. I don't like that movie. <gasps> Kicked
1: Get- off. We need a new Slytherin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't like old movies. It's not even old. <laughs> yes, it is. <gasps>
1: We have to move on before I hurt someone. Is that, that all we have for Weekly Profit today? Okay, Megan, turn your mic off. We'll see you later.
2: <laughs> Just kidding. We I'll late. be reading the part of Megan for the rest of this episode.
1: I have unpopular oh, opinions on bad. movies, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, you really do. All right, so let's go into our chapter recap from the previous episode.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So. <çocographing> So last episode, we spent Christmas with Harry and Ron while they forgot to keep looking for whoever Nicholas Flamel is. Harry got presents for Christmas, first time ever, real presents, including an invisibility cloak with a mysterious note. Harry had the best Christmas of his life, and he used his cloak for the first time, and he saw his parents for the first time in his life when he found the Mirror of Erised.
2: Well done. Thank you. All right. well. Convinced by Dumbledore not to go looking for the mirror again, Harry kept his cloak in his trunk. Harry wished he could forget the mirror and what he saw. His nightmares started to come back, the ones with his parents in the green lights. Hermione is back from her break and is half mad that Harry snuck out at night and half annoyed that he didn't find any information on Nicholas Femell. Lessons have started again, and Harry is even busier than usual between looking for information um, on Flamel, his work for his classes, and Wood has them practicing even more for Quidditch. Wood tells them that the team um, tells the team that Snape will be the ref for the next game. Harry tells Ron and Hermione, and they all will tell him not to play for the game or not to play in the game. After an altercation with Malfoy, Ron tells Neville he needs to stand up for himself and. While telling him that, Hermione runs into the common room to tell them she has found Flamel in a book. She shows them the book that he found him in, and they come to the conclusion that Fluffy is guarding the sorcerer's stone. Nicholas Flamel is the maker of said stone. The Quidditch match has started. Snape is roughing the game. Dumbledore has come to watch, so um, Harry is relieved, and Ron is ready to jinx Snape in case he wants to try any funny business to kill Harry. Draco starts to egg on Ron and Neville, and Neville takes Ron's advice and tells Draco off. Harry catches the snitch, and Gryffindor wins the game. When Harry's leaving the pitch, he notices Snape and a hooded figure heading towards the forest. So Harry taps on his broom and follows them into a clearing to eavesdrop on the two professors. Snape is questioning Quirrell and asking him if he's figured out how to get past Hagrid's dog, and tells him why they will have um, that they will have another chat soon. Harry goes back to the common room and has Ron and Hermione come with him so he can tell them what he heard Snape and Quirrell say to each other.
1: All right, it's a lot of stuff, but not as much as the last episode.
3: <laughs> yeah, the last uh, the last chapter had so much jam packed in it.
1: It really did.
3: It really did. Sorry that one was so long, guys. <coughs> we're Hopefully not sorry. You liked it. Sorry, I'm we're not, not sorry. sorry. Hopefully you didn't get <laughs> bored with it.
1: We're not boring. <laughs> we hope.
3: <laughs> we hope we're not. Right.
1: So Harry hasn't touched his cloak since the last night adventure because Dumbledore basically convinces him, you know, that it's really not a good idea because the mirror can drive you insane bonkers mm-hmm. right and it even started it happened to him within three days yeah one day really. Yeah. Well, really yeah yeah well yeah after he like forced himself away from it um you could just see like it was all he could think about so it's a good thing that he got away from it i don't and
3: blame him for wanting that though no right. no especially like thinking about what he has in terms of a home yeah hogwarts is his home well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But he has to go back
1: to in the summer. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, and just being able to like, like he has never seen anybody in his family besides, Petunia, good old horse face. <laughs> <laughs> just to see all those people. And I people. wonder, like,
3: I mean, Petunia has to have pictures of Lily somewhere. Oh, I she bet just, you she
2: burned them. I bet she. Do you did. think she yeah. has, or is
3: she like, mm. are they like buried
2: in the attic or no, something?
1: I bet she got rid of them.
2: I bet you anything besides <laughs> Harry that ties her to that family. She torched
1: Vernon. Would have made sure that whatever yeah, had a she big had, in the yeah, backyard. he would have gotten rid of it. Well, thank God for Hagrid. Later, Potter pyro. True. Rowe.
4: What Potter pyro? In Potter The backyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: so sad. Potter pyro. Pi- That's so sad. All the memories that Harry <clears throat> could have seen and had of his mom, she probably destroyed them. Yeah. It'd be so
2: interesting to see what like his life would have been had his his like her parents like,
3: and Harry would have been raised by them.
2: Even just even if he was still raised by Petunia in them, just to have like something else. To have somebody else to
1: keep her accountable for Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. Definitely.
2: We digress. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um <clears throat> so he starts having these nightmares about his parents um disappearing in a flash of green light and a high voice cackling.
3: What does that mean? So sad. Eat
1: <laughs> Is this the first time we get A laugh? A voice? I think. I think it is. Before
3: he had seen a flash of green light, but I think that the voice is new now. Yeah,
1: And it's usually, I mean, in the later books, I know it's described as high and cold Mm -hmm. always, but this, I guess, when we see, like, the first... I I see you, girl. (laughs) We
2: see, like, the first
1: instance where the voice is described as high.
2: Mm -hmm. It's interesting to think that clearly subconsciously at least he remembers some of when his parents were killed and then yeah. do you remember the thing we saw mm-hmm. about neville remembering um because he talks about in the fourth book with the um they open the egg in the common room
1: mm-hmm. and it's shrieking mm-hmm.
2: and he's like oh my god they're gonna have to fight the cruciatus curse. And people are like wait why mm-hmm. would he why would he know that and you have to think back like Oh my god, he remembers what his parents like sounded like when they were getting tortured and was he was he the there? same age.
1: We don't know. We don't know where it happened. Mm-hmm. where yeah. what did happen? How how
2: It doesn't say in the books that he was there or that he remembers. Someone just made that conclusion like of why why would Neville, a 14-year-old boy know the sound of the Cruciatus curse? So it's interesting that like they're making this correlation in that book to to him remembering something traumatic and now thinking of, like, all of Harry's dreams and how he remembers.
1: Well, now I'm, like, super curious as to how that
2: played out because I've never actually thought about that. Yeah, same. That's well, for another episode. But well, it, just, yeah. it, it was interesting to me. It makes a connection between the two of them um, that he clearly, on some level, remembers the night that his parents were killed even though he was so little but that was the same night. That right or right around then. it was the same timing. It was the same time, at frame. least. Yes.
1: So you're you're thinking he was there?
2: Think this happened at their house? It, if it, not at his house, like how how would he know what the sound of someone being tortured by the Cruciatus curse sounds the like? Did the
3: bug make any sound when Moody did it? Mm, a little, but not. I mean, it like, I don't think that enough have, to I mean, get him. Uh, like it, the, like squealed the the description of the Ron and
2: the description of Ron in the book was like not Ron the description of Neville in the book was like he like went ghostly pale like was terrified mm-hmm. not like of like oh my God it, some bug like he heard a human being being tortured clearly and that's to the something. same thing yeah, yeah yeah
1: we can put that as a theory I like it
2: it's an interesting thought I don't like it but you know what I mean yeah. yeah okay Tiffany well I'm not that evil <laughs> we're also now looking for a new Gryffindor. Whole new team.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're such a dork. Um, And so Ron is um, definitely in agreement that the mirror can drive you mad. And I really like this part about Hermione because she was upset that they were roaming around. But she was also upset that they didn't find anything while they were doing all this rule breaking.
2: I love yeah. that you slowly see her change. She's, you know I mean? she's mm-hmm. so
1: starting to change. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, what are you, you're roaming around the school like, and, and you didn't find anything.
2: Like, It wasn't even worth it. Yeah, it wasn't like at worth, least, it. Yeah, at gosh, least worth it. <laughs>
1: really, though. In um, and
2: and so, their defense, they weren't really looking for Flamel too much because they forget. True.
1: Oh, yeah, they completely forget. Um And actually... Completely related, but I wonder how much Ron dwelled on what he saw, because we see with Harry. Oh, yeah. I mean, we only get his we're inner in thoughts. Right in Ron's but head, he's got to be thinking about it. But I maybe
2: he—that's what it does. But maybe he even says, because he maybe he says to Ron or Harry. Ron <laughs> says to himself, "I said to self, like <laughs> self, because he feels himself going in that direction of being like, oh my god, I want this, I want this, I want to keep looking at myself like that, and he." he comes from a family where he's seen all of his brothers do all these great things that he has seen himself maybe go down that path before. And is like, I'm just going to try to do me and worry about myself. And so I want to make sure that Harry doesn't go down a path that I can see both of us going down.
3: Mm -hmm. I'm shocked that Ron would think that though. He just, uh, because like Ron seems to be one that grabs temptation. You know, like if you're thinking about like his personality with jealousy and temptation to leave his friends in a dire circumstance and seven like he has major weaknesses, but they make him who he is. I'm not saying Correct. that they're they're, you know, awful. They don't make him an awful person, but he does have weaknesses. And I, maybe I, I don't know. I just find it hard to think that he would have the willpower to stay
1: away from that desire. I was first. Go on. My hand is raised. Um, You have to remember that when he left them, that Horcrux was Mm -hmm. on him. Mm -hmm. So even though, yes, he is that way, that intensified it like crazy. So I think had he not been wearing it, he would have stuck around. He still would have been annoyed and well as
3: soon as he took it off and he left he wanted to come back he tried Correct. right but he still had those thoughts and he but, and ron even admitted right he said i was thinking those things but not
2: as strongly well yeah that's what i'm I saying Had the horcrux yeah
1: him. so i don't think he he would have left a fee he-
2: in defense of ron and i mean it kind of here too is that he knows himself maybe so well that he's like this is my personality and i know that i can go down this dark path by like thinking those things and wanting all this stuff where like maybe his personality is like, I'm just going to choose to like be the different person and go against all these things that I'm feeling because he's thinking to himself, she really loves Harry more than me. She wants him and not me and whatever. And now that Horcrux is like, no, you're right. She does love Harry more than you. She wants to be with him. So maybe when the Horcrux is not on him, he's like, he has that other side where he's like, you know what? I, I'm she does ridiculous. love him like a brother yes yeah. kind of thing so like he has that aspect of his personality that could be like you're being ridiculous i don't know yeah pulls himself back from some it.
1: people have that ability to just like shut stuff down mm-hmm. i envy those kind of people because i feel like that's a good trait to have if you just need to like self-regulate but um from ron b ron i love ron yep um um, and harry is thinking to himself that he has heard the name nicholas flamel before and he has Mm. (gasps) what Mm -hmm. yeah
2: is it because i told him
1: sure
2: i called him up on the hello phone
1: (laughs) (laughs) so the trio continues to search for flamel during their breaks and harry is spending most of his free time training for quidditch And then, during one muddy evening, Wood broke some bad news to the team. Snape was set to referee the next match.
2: Dun, dun, dun!
3: How, like, why would anybody give him that job? Like, I understand, you know, at the end of the book, we find out why he did it. Because he was doing it to, like, hopefully protect Harry. But at the same time, like, first of all, as McGonagall, I would be pissed. Second... Um, I think she
2: was mad,
3: wasn't she? Yeah, and I can't believe she wouldn't have fought it more. I can't believe that Dumbledore okayed that. Like, Dumbledore could have refereed the match.
1: Mm.
2: He He probably trusted Snape more to rough it than he did.
1: Do you think McGonagall knew anything about, like, their little scheme?
3: I don't
2: don't think so. I don't don't
1: know, maybe, because she's part of the Order of the Phoenix Mm -hmm. later on,
3: and I think that... She's deputy headmistress. Yeah, and I think that Dumbledore confides a lot in her.
2: I mean, maybe... Maybe later on she knew, but I don't know if right now she knows that he's, like, trying to be... Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Because you got to figure
1: she would have been, like, putting up a real fight. Oh, I mean, she's, she's probably not afraid wise. of, like, saying how she
3: feels. Right. Uh-uh. So, upon hearing this news, George literally falls off of his broom and, like, <laughs> eats a ton of mud. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he asks when he has ever refereed. Like, does Snape even know anything about Quidditch? He... Definitely does not seem the type to know much of anything. (laughs) He
1: doesn't strike me as knowing sports.
2: No. He probably doesn't care.
3: Wood says that they just need to play a clean game, so there's no excuse for Snape to pick on them. So I say that's basically impossible. I don't think that it's possible for them to play a clean game where Snape literally sees nothing. I mean, they end up kind of proving me wrong there, but I just think that it's really hard. That would be difficult.
2: I think it'd be a different story if the game had lasted longer.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: They, they had the right strategy with that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would have been calling any like no fouls for Gryffindor.
3: So Harry headed straight to the common room after <clears throat> practice ended and told Ron and Hermione about Snape Ooh. refereeing. Um, Ron and Hermione, I think this is kind of cute, they were playing chess, and Hermione is not good at chess at all. And it's noted that Harry and Ron think that that's good for her.
2: I, I, agree. I agree.
1: Isn't it kind of weird, though? Usually very bright people are good at it, but I guess it's strategy and stuff. I don't know. I
2: just maybe, maybe she would be good at it, but she, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she's
1: too in her head about it. Maybe. She
3: overthinks things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Ron suggests to Harry that he should say that he's sick, and then Hermione just flat out tells him not to play. But Harry does not want to back out, because if, they, if he doesn't play, then Gryffindor has to forfeit, because there's no reserve seeker. And he's not about that life. Yeah.
1: You know why? Because <laughs> he's, he's a Gryffindor.
3: A Gryffindor. Yeah. Boom!
4: Stubborn. Still not as good oh. as Ravenclaw. headed You're right. strong. Strong-headed.
2: Cool. Ravenclaws for the win. Best person on the podcast. <laughs> Harry's not on our podcast.
1: <gasps> I am
2: Harry. Okay. You're Harry Potter. Yeah, didn't you know? I'll see your scar. <laughs> <laughs> That guy at the tattoo shop said he'd give it to me for free And I was like, mm, I think I'm okay with heavy oh, You got like Star? a
1: glow-in-the-dark one on your forehead Yeah,
2: he's like, I'll give you the scar rate he, Oh, you weren't up with us yeah. And I was like, I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that He's it's like, maybe. I would
3: do that for free
1: <laughs> Oh my yeah, god Yeah, because it take you bzz, bzz. Also, yeah, I mean, you're tattooing someone's forehead That's the sound of a tattoo
4: needle So, Neville comes toppling into the common room because Malfoy had hit him with a leg locker curse because he's a jerk. And Ron tells him that he needs to stand up for himself. And Neville said, there's no need to tell me I'm not brave enough to be in Gryffindor. Malfoy- Malfoy's already done that. And Harry feels bad and gives him a chocolate frog and tells him he's worth 12 of Malfoy. And reminds him that the sorting hat chose him for Gryffindor. <laughs> and where's Malfoy. In stinking Slytherin. Sorry, Meg. Stinking from your wife's mouth. (laughs) Hey, it's a quote.
2: She means it, though.
4: Yeah, you know. I can feel feel the emotion
2: behind that. She loves her stinky Slytherin.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's cool to point out that none of them know, and we have no idea at this point either, that Neville had begged the Sorting Hat to put him in Mm -hmm. Hufflepuff. And I think that, this shows just <laughs> thanks sarah i'm
2: sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to do that
4: That's was great it shows that he needs his support from his friends because it truly can change somebody for the better
3: mm-hmm. and it's also like i'm sorry go ahead no good just like thinking about that like how much neville blossoms in the fifth book Blossom, <sighs> you know or you know just- once
2: he left hogwarts yeah. whew, he really blossomed you in a hot guy <laughs> and
3: not only that so not only that neville blossoms in five and then because of how he is in five his grandma like finally accepts
2: him mm-hmm. that's so sad I why know. can't people just mm-hmm. love their family for who they are love
3: your
4: kids for who they are but she doesn't uh, she does end up being extremely proud of him
3: and she even okay. comes in fights in the battle of hogwarts and is like i'm gonna go fight with my <sighs> grandson she?
1: i know she should have been proud of him from the start Dang. Um, but that does break my heart when I read that. I was like, because oh, I totally forgot about all of that. And I was like, oh, Neville, you're, you're, well, Neville. you you're belong here.
2: And you see him be brave when he does tell M- Malfoy to essentially yeah. shove mm-hmm. off.
1: May I interject something? Yes. No. Okay. So when we are recording the last episode, I, n- I noticed that there were 12 trees, Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it just brought up the number 12 again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, "What's twelve mean?" And at yeah. three,
4: we have seven. We have twelve. Yeah, six plus six. Oh, thank you. Oh. Or eleven plus one. What? No, or that's not true.
1: two. All right, Eight plus four. <laughs> Keep going, guys. <laughs> How
2: many ways can we make twelve? Three times four. It says
3: <laughs> thirteen minus one. I was going to
2: say that. Oh. <laughs> Tiffany. twenty-four is divided by two.
1: <laughs> Are you all ready? <laughs> yes it says six it's divided by yeah. three all right <laughs> turn the mic off turn it off <laughs> it's the symbol of cosmic order mm, huh. 12 is the number of space and time
3: 12 uses the dragon's blood
1: oh. 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 oh you guys i'm just saying but also this oh well that's creepy Never mind. I don't want to read that. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but this website is mysticalnumbers.com. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, paramysticalnumbers.com. com. But
2: no, I mean,
1: and then I brought up um, something with the Bible, but I didn't read that one yet. But
2: um, twelve apostles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you can keep going if I read really, that. Well,
2: so Neville. Yeah, go back to Neville. Yeah, just go
1: back to Neville. I think it's important he's to point 12
0: out.
4: He's worth of
3: Malfoy. Yes.
4: It's important to point out that his magic does seem to be very closely tied to his emotions. He has those sudden bursts of magic whenever he's nervous or scared. Mm. And in the earlier books, he has no confidence and he performs pretty poorly in school from what we seem to see. But once he starts gaining that confidence, he's, you know, his true Gryffindor self.
2: Also, going back to performing magic, remember that he's using his father's wand.
4: Yeah. Yes, that as well. Because mm-hmm. his grandmother
2: doesn't love him enough to buy him a real one. Not that it's not a real one. His own one. His own
1: Your toes under the table. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: I was tugging on the her charger
1: cord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? I see my cord wrapped around her feet. <laughs> That's so
2: gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Megan, I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Mm. Actually, Katie's talking. Okay. So. I
1: thought Megan was going to say something. I interrupted her.
2: Megan talks too much. I don't remember. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Permission to speak. Go, Katie. Okay. So Neville seems cheered up a bit. And after he eats the chocolate frog, he gives Harry the card because he
3: knows he collects them. There it is. I <laughs> remembered what I was
1: going
2: to say. I <laughs> okay. told you I wasn't <laughs> crazy.
3: <laughs> I was going to say that it's also curious after the fifth book and Neville gets his own wand, that's when he starts doing well.
2: It's curious that you should be destined for this one. We're not doing that this episode. <laughs> 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 Gave you that, that scar. Oh, my gosh. Guys, that's Harry. I'm talking about
4: Neville. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Neville has a scar on his heart.
4: Nope. Katie, ouch. (laughs) Sorry. So he gives Harry the card, and it's Dumbledore. So Harry's just absentmindedly reading it because he already has a Dumbledore card.
2: Can I say you spelled Nicholas incorrectly?
1: Did I? Do you want to talk about your doc? No.
2: (laughs) Okay, then. But they spell it N-I-C-O-L-A-S in the book.
4: But (laughs) he finds Nicholas Flamel. (laughs) Finally. So on the back it says, Dumbledore is particularly famous for his defeat of the dark wizard Grindelwald in 1945 for the discovery of the 12 uses of dragon's blood and his work on alchemy with his partner, Nicholas Flamel.
2: Twelve. Do you think anyone ever calls him Flamel?
4: I want them to Flamel. <laughs> I remember. Er, I remember reading that and being like, oh my god, how did I not remember the name from earlier in the book. Yeah. It was yeah. like one of the first connections. I didn't. I Are like, you talking about Grindelwald? No. no. <laughs> no like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I no. <laughs> well, like no. how how Harry couldn't remember where he'd read it and yeah. I hadn't remembered where he read it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh my God, that's We're
2: all one of those things where like not that you skip over it, but you like almost forget you. You read don't it. exactly. realize
3: it's an important piece of information yeah. when you're reading it. So, Hermione runs to go get
4: a book she checked out from the library weeks ago for a (laughs) bit of light reading. It's enormous. And in there, it says that Nicholas Flamel is the only known maker of the Sorcerer's Stone. (gasps)
1: Known. I know. Is there
4: someone else? I wonder. I'm sure there is.
1: It says known, so...
4: So in her book, it says the ancient study of alchemy is concerned with making the Sorcerer's Stone a legendary substance with astonishing powers. The stone will transform. I I like
3: literally hear Hermione's voice reading it from the movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) The stone will transform any metal into pure gold. It also produces the elixir of life, which will make the drinker immortal.
2: I know what it means.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There have been many reports of the Sorcerer's Stone over the centuries, but the only stone currently in existence belongs to Mr. Nicholas Flamel, who celebrated his 665th birthday last year. (laughs) Enjoys a quiet life in Devon with his wife, Perrinelle, who is 658. I have a question, though.
3: Whoa, cradle robber.
1: How has no one... 65th and 58. Oh, Never mind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know math. (laughs) He he cradled Brown when he was just a little tyke himself.
1: (laughs) Can can we disclose the time?
2: In (laughs) case we sound
1: (laughs) insane. Remember when this happened last time? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So
4: I know that he's obviously that old because he's drinking this elixir of life, right? Right. But how has no one ever, like, harmed him in any way to get this... To try and get this stone. You know what I mean?
2: He doesn't have the stone.
4: But they might try and, I don't know, torture it out of him of where do it you, is.
2: Two questions.
1: What do you think they look like?
2: Do you think they look like they look like they're 600? No, because I got to
1: figure that when you're drinking like the elixir of life, like your body is
2: not going to decay. It, yes. <laughs> and my next question is do they have kids? His body will decay. <laughs> I was thinking of
4: that. <laughs> the spirit lingers on. Oh, God. Wait, what else does he say? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Come on, you body sing it His body will time. decay. I don't know.
1: But. Aragog. <laughs> Aragog. <laughs>
2: Do you think he has kids? And if he has kids, did they they don't talk about them drinking the elixir? So if they had kids, did they just die? Too? I gotta
1: feel they don't. I don't Wouldn't they imagine? I feel like it? if they had kids, they, they live would. with their million children. <laughs> they <and> would Devin. <laughs>
2: it's just a thought.
3: They would give them the elixir if they have kids. I think. Yeah, yeah. maybe
2: their kids didn't want them. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Thought. Uh, but because your other question, is
1: I don't know. Maker of the Do you think he maybe like? Like people to? knew that he didn't like physically have the stone on him at all times or something like that. I don't know. Because like, when he did has Dumbledore to have, some have type it? Of you know, when did it go into Gringotts first? Well, or how, how do you how do you make your stuff if you're going back and forth? Maybe that's what I'm, I don't know.
2: Maybe checked it out, checked it back in. <laughs> what you guys don't it's know, like a library book, is that he called me and told me. But he just kept it there, and he'd just go and visit and make the elixir in the little spot at Gringotts and was like, yep, I'm going to drink it a year. My little wifey's with me.
4: <laughs> take a little shot of elixir.
2: Shotting it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. They do it on their birthday because they're really celebrating. Shotting the elixir of life. Living for another year. What's going on? I wonder how much uh, he'd have to take no, it but, within a year. But
1: it, like, it, like, yeah, like how often do like, you have how, to drink it? yeah. That's what i like want to know it like juice yeah. potion or like, like, well, like every hour oh, oh that would be annoying oh, would be
2: such a pain i can't imagine. yeah but just think if they, well, I, I guess it,
1: it, if, if you're getting to live for forever you might <laughs> <as well> just, <laughs>
2: it's a pain you live like i don't think it would be every hour i, bet I would daily yeah because dumbledore says at the end he's like he's got enough to set to, they can move ha- oh, his
4: affairs in order
2: correct thank you for speaking when i can't you're <laughs> welcome <laughs> She'll be taking over the role as the Ravenclaw as well in this podcast. Good point, though.
3: So, Katie.
4: So, Nicholas Flamel is a real person. <gasps> yes. What? Mm-hmm. And I thought this was cool to point out from JK. She said she remembered having a highly I, detailed an exceptionally vivid dream about Flamel. <laughs> See a prior episode. <laughs> See it?
2: Re- hear about it. Hear with read here, but that. you can say it again. Nope, already closed out of it. Okay. Oh man. But I talked about it when we first um, first talked. About- hear about it from Haggard that it's Nicholas Flamel. Mm, yeah. But she basically, J.K. Rowling had a dream about Nicholas Flamel, mm-hmm. and he showed
4: her how to make the elixir, but she man. does not remember.
2: So she says.
0: Mm. So, oh if she's hiding because it because she doesn't lying. want us to make the elixir We don't line. know
4: how to make uh, If she ripses, could make, make it know. Maybe, Dragon she, blood maybe that's part of it Maybe dragon's blood is a part maybe.
2: of the elixir
1: We did say that because I listened to our episode today Because I'm vain
2: Maybe if she <laughs> was drinking the elixir Of life she'd live long enough to make Want to write a Marauder
4: story? <laughs> She'll be inspired on her six hundredth.
3: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I think her six hundred. That's not cool though because we can't birthday. drink the elixir and we won't get to enjoy that story.
2: <laughs> Our children's 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 children. I don't care children's. about them. I want oh. to enjoy Whoa.
3: it. Oh. <laughs> okay, I take and that back. I do care about them, but I also want to enjoy. We it. have selfish people. Reasons people for not caring things.
2: about things is what caused global warming. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh my
2: God. Just kidding. I don't really know I facts about, about life.
4: So, this is a little science y, but I thought it was interesting.
2: Is it? Let's yes. do
4: it. So, we wanted to dive into science. a little bit more of what alchemy actually is. So, straight out of the dictionary, it's um, the medieval forerunner of chemistry. Ugh. Based on the supposed transformation of matter. And then I just found a website that kind of explained it in a way that I could understand it. (laughs) Shout out to LiveScience.com. Jack, yeah. So alchemy is concerned with attempting to change base metals, mostly lead, into gold or the universal elixir. So way back then, it was thought that everything in the world was composed of the four basic elements. So Mm -hmm. air, earth, fire, and water. But today we know it's a lot more complex than that. And since so you lead... you
3: can't turn lead into gold?
4: You can't. And since hmm. lead isn't made up of those four <laughs> basic elements, it's impossible to turn it into gold.
3: Can yes. I turn anything into gold? My heart. Oh! oh Rope's getting
4: <laughs> sappy.
1: I just thought of Captain Planet. <laughs> Air! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Who is that?
4: so ancient alchemists didn't seek to change metals into gold out of greed so they weren't looking to get rich no that's
2: what they say Mm -hmm. gold
4: actually symbolized the highest development in nature and came to personify human renewal and regeneration Mm. so a golden human being was resplendent with spiritual beauty and had triumphed over the power of evil which is the opposite of what lead was believed to have symbolized, and it also makes you rich.
2: Interesting, though, to think about. Think of what lead does to a person if they're like exposed it's to it. Poisonous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is um, greed and
3: yep. evil. And- mm-hmm. oh, Sarah, making those connections. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah. Check out. And as
2: far as I know, gold has never done anything like that except for you know people greedy want it and whatever. Well, I prefer
1: silver. I think it hurt gold, member.
2: <laughs> I think he still enjoyed himself Do you like want to smoke in a pancake? Mong <laughs> in a blitz? Cigar and a waffle Cigarette and a flapjack Pipe and a grape <laughs> I'm done
1: Alright awesome On <laughs> to right Snape
2: now. and reading. Snape, Snape Severus, Severus Snape Dumbledore, Dumbledore. <laughs> Nope, just Snape <laughs> So let's talk about how you see Snape <laughs> suddenly popping up wherever Harry is in the hall, the corridors, as I should say. He's so creepy. We know this. He's creepy, gross. He's creepy and greasy. <laughs>
4: he needs some shampoo. And so
2: Harry almost feels it's like. a lot of shampoo.
4: <laughs> Get some herbal essence on think he's there. he's been
3: using some dry shampoo for a while. He needs, to change it. Mm. His he needs a better shampoo. His hair would look much better even with dry shampoo.
2: So this is what the book was saying So you see, Harry, you see Harry walking in the corridors And he keeps running into Snape Like anywhere Harry is Snape just seems to be there right. And so this is after Harry sees him in the woods with Quirrell And he knows about the Sorcerer's Stone And he knows that Snape knows about it And so you see um, He see, thinks that like Oh my god Maybe <laughs> Snape knows something Because he's so extra horribly mean to him in potions class Why are you laughing at me? I don't know Okay and so he's, he literally says, he's like, D- could po- Snape possibly know that I know about the Sorcerer's Stone? Can he read my mind? And so going back in time, when <laughs> I, geez, someone died upstairs. When, when I first read the book, you're probably reading going, uh, no, that can't happen. Nobody can read minds. Like Harry, you're dumb. No. Nah. But no. now that we've read all of the books and we've seen all of the things to see in the books, that he probably was because we know that Snape's a good. Um, I don't know how to Legilimens. Give me a coke. Yes, that's two, <laughs> two cups. <laughs> so he not only is he skilled in that, he's also skilled at Occlumency. So we know that he probably was reading his mind. Like, what do you guys think? Do you think he not reading it on purpose, but maybe he? Because again, as we see in later books, Harry is not good at acclimacy, which is the the skill to like kind of um, not Close let someone your mind. yeah not let someone enter control your mind, control your, your emotions, control your emotions. <laughs> so, do you think that maybe he heard like again? What eleven year old would know about the Sorcerer's Stone? So maybe Snape just caught a glimpse of it one day.
1: Here's my thought process. How casually can you
2: read someone's mind? I also wanted to talk about that because like can you feel it
1: so he's not looking at harry and staring deep into his soul
2: i don't think like he was
1: in the the whatever they were when he's
2: looking in his mind yeah
1: but like how like because he's not like he's not like queenie
2: yeah it or but there's a thing or is he i don't know
3: i don't know if he's like queenie per se but I think that there's a there's got to be different levels of legilimens, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and
3: um, Voldemort is known to be one.
2: Is Draco one, or is he just good at
3: acclimacy? There's something somewhere that says he might
2: be. I th- no, I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Where do you get that from? The Pottermore, internet, I think. Didn't you know J.K. Rowling and I are on a semi-first name basis? where I call her Joe, and she calls me Miss O'Malley. <laughs> and we talk all the time. And she tells me all of the secrets, so, so I know all about the Marauders.
3: So you have to realize that Snape is constantly around, I mean, not at this moment in time, but he was constantly around Voldemort, who is a very skilled Legilimens yeah. and is very skilled in Occlumency. Mm-hmm. And Snape is the same way. So... He needs oh, to be Snape realistic. Needed, Snape, yeah, Snape needed to be that way in order to be the spy that he was. Otherwise, Voldemort would have known immediately. Mm-hmm. Son of a gun. Why, have you
2: never thought about that? And no. That's, oh.
3: And that's why Voldemort trusts him. Wait for it.
2: That's also why you guys Wait for are it. in Ravenclaw.
3: <laughs> so I think that because, I mean, like, I guess Snape may know that Voldemort was trying to read his mind, but Snape knows how to close his mind with Occlumency. You
1: need knowledge, if you can't.
3: But I think
2: I think that like when he's around Voldemort, he just puts those walls up, kind of thing. (gasps) Wait, can he fake thoughts? I think I think that's a thing. Yeah,
4: this is getting deep. What lightning bolt round? What
3: would Snape's fake thoughts be? Your mom. It would be. I mean, he would like form thoughts to match the information he's about to give. Yeah. 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 Oh,
4: I was thinking like hilarious things like puppies.
2: (laughs) He doesn't even know what a puppy is. Let's be honest. No, but I mean
3: like, you know, if you you look back,
2: (laughs) it'd be sadness and teardrops (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, cloudy stormy days. I guess
3: more, not go back, but more so jump forward. If you take a look at Snape's story and how we learn that Dumbledore's death was a setup Mm -hmm we learn that Dumbledore told Snape to plant the decoy idea for the Potter, for Harry's escape from Privet Drive Mm -hmm. and to confund Mundungus and make him come up with the idea because nobody trusts Snape anymore after this point. Um, he has to block all of that from Voldemort. So yeah. clearly he
2: is. He has to be extremely skilled in it in order to block it from Voldemort. So I'm going to say and he can will. casually
1: read minds.
2: Well, yeah. and if you think about it, not only does he have to be skilled at it, he has to be more skilled than Voldemort, mm-hmm. right. to fool him. And we see he has yeah, suck it, well. Voldemort. So yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so we learn that Snape's a thousand percent reading minds. Okay, so maybe that's why. Maybe We're done he, and done. Maybe maybe thinking about this, he's the reason why they realize it's Quirrell. Like maybe Dumbledore has no idea. And Snape hears him thinking about it and talking to Voldemort. And he's like, Oh no, like we need like to fix all this stuff. I got to tell Dumbledore and gives him the whole plan. And he's like, this is what's happening. Like, I heard whatever you know. I'm what I mean? so
1: down with that.
2: Yeah, I like it. I never even thought of that before. I'm like so he probably like Dumbledore probably didn't tell him anything. He was the one probably telling Dumbledore.
1: Oh my goodness gracious! Had More than accepted.
3: Yeah. More reasons why Snape was trustworthy. I still don't oh. like him though.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. that's cool because he was a jerk. Yeah,
2: was. that you cannot well, I guess he deny. Was dead, so. Yeah.
1: Are we pouring one out for him? Have we poured one out for him? No. no. Does no. he deserve one? Are we gonna do that?
2: No. No. Let's pour out the cheapest vodka we can find. Vodka. Vodka. All right. <laughs> All right. The Quidditch match has arrived. Harry dun, dun, dun. is certain that he is doomed because Snape is the ref for the match. But he's calmed when he hears that Dumbledore is attending the game. Wood puts some pressure on Harry to win the game fast so Snape can't show bias to the Hufflepuffs because, let's be Shout honest, out. we know that <laughs> <team. laughs> So Ron and Hermione are up in the stands watching with their wands at the ready with the leg locking curse just in case Snape tries to hurt Harry again. Draco shows up. He gets into a fight with Ron and Neville because he's a jerk and was saying mean things not only to Neville but to Ron. Um, and that's when we hear that Neville tells him that I'm worth 12 of you.
3: Is that whenever Draco says 12? <laughs> is that whenever Draco says something about like, oh, Weasley, somebody saw like
2: gold on the ground or whatever? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. When his, um... Too bad
1: they didn't have a Niffla.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A <Nip-la>? well, Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me find out what he says. Yeah. Um... But I love that. Um... Oh, this is what it is. Oh, hold on. Go that, on, Ro- that
1: Ron and Hermione come like ready to go, like yeah. they're ready to attack Snape. They yeah. had been practicing the leglock. Yes, I so love that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, it even says in the book like Neville's like thought it was strange they brought their yeah. wands, but mm-hmm. they like have them all ready to go. You
3: have, is have what, your
1: wand on you all the time, anyway.
3: It's I Neville. Guess maybe you don't think about it when you're 11, though.
4: And they come prepared to curse a teacher. Yeah,
3: right. Yeah. For it's serious protection. business. And
2: think mm-hmm. about Hermione. Like,
3: yeah, she's right.
2: ready to curse a teacher.
1: Oh, um, how she's changed. You attacked a teacher. <laughs> teacher.
2: This is what Malfoy says. He goes, you're in luck, Weasley. Potter's obviously spotted some money on the ground. That's after he's like shoots to the ground to um, when he sees Ugh. the snitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just
3: hate him sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then he also
2: says to Neville, this is before he tells the, says the money thing, he says, long bottom, if brains were gold, you'd be poorer than Weasley. And that's saying something. So that's kind of what starts the fight because Ron is very... um. Not only protective, but he I think he's also a little bit embarrassed by his family having no money. And Malf is a jerk. I think he's just also sick of him saying stuff. To yeah. It. Yeah. 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 So While they're fighting Hermione sees Harry die for the snitch She's like completely oblivious to the fact that Her two friends are fighting Like fist fighting, rolling around underneath the bleachers Like it's Ron and Draco And then Neville's getting like Probably pummeled by Crab and Goyle Gets two black eyes I believe um so we'll she sees level. harry die for the snitch dive f- for, for the snitch and then he like goes and makes like a beeline for snape who just at the last moment sees it and like gets out of the way because like can you think if he didn't <laughs> he'd be pummeling snape that would be right amazing. off Shut of up. his broom i see that. Yeah. And so Harry catches the snitch, which ends the game, and Gryffindor wins. Everyone is shocked at how fast it had ended, and they even say, like, that's probably the fastest on record, and it didn't even last five minutes. You see Snape is very angry, literally spits on the ground. He's so mad. Spat bitterly on the ground is how the the book says. Um, Because now the Gryffindor team is in the lead for the cup, and it's the first time in seven years that it's not Slytherin.
4: Stinking little Stinking And Dumbledore also <laughs> mentions
2: to Harry, he tells him, Well done, nice to see that you haven't been brooding about that mirror. Been keep, keeping busy. Excellent. 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 Excellent.
1: Excellent. Excellent.
2: So after the match, Harry
1: leaves the locker room later and he leaves alone. <laughs> which I thought was kind of interesting as Sarah hiccups.
2: Oh, I'm laughing. He leaves alone. Was he in there with someone? No, I just,
1: it's kind of weird to me that he's, like, by himself.
2: Maybe he needed some time.
1: I thought that was weird as well. Yeah, I just struck me as weird. Um, And so as he's walking to the broom shed to put away his Nimbus 2000, he was feeling pretty amazing. I mean, everything was going right. He couldn't remember feeling any happier. Um, And he wasn't just famous for having the name Potter anymore because he was really actually skilled at something. So um, he's looking up at Hogwarts. Stop laughing. <laughs>
2: laughing at Facebook.
1: Um, feeling amazing. And he sees something suspicious. A hooded figure coming from the front steps of the castle. Walking fast and clearly not wanting to be seen. So this sparks his interest. And he recognizes the prowling walk of Snape. And here's where it gets funny for me. Snape enters the forest at a run. Can you imagine him running?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> him.
1: I can Do imagine. it. Do it, Sarah. Uh, hold on, wait, hold We on. got an Instagram story of this. We have some people who are watching our live story. So this is Snape. <laughs> running in <of> the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with twirl. Complete with twirl. So that's him. Oh, it's after midnight, guys. I'm just tired. It's all right. Um there me saying up again. I'm gonna hear it every time.
2: (laughs) Saying what? Um can I just say something (laughs) real (laughs) quick?
3: We pointed out to Sarah that she says that way too much, so And then I um, say "Um." you guys should count how many times she says it.
2: We'll have a drinking game. And
3: let us
1: know.
2: We'll have a butterbeer every time I say it.
1: That's a lot.
2: We're
3: trying to fix our annoying tendencies when we're podcasting, so...
2: I don't they're, have the time or they're the money with us. To fix
1: that. Yeah, I think I'm just going to say, um, always, so... Um... So, um, here we go, um. <laughs> Harry gets on his broom, and he glides along to catch up, and he's remaining silent, which is a good thing, because if he would have ran or something, or, like, walked, he would have been easily spotted. And this is something that I always kind of forget, that he's up in a beech tree when he's listening to the conversation. I guess, like, every time I've read, I haven't really, like, realized that he's, like, up in trees.
3: Anybody else? Up in
2: trees, up in trees.
1: (laughs) I always kind of pictured
3: him, like, hovering above the trees on his broom. Yeah, can no, I just say that, that
2: I'm so saturated with the movies, like yep. don't even remember him being this, in the forest. This doesn't happen. This whole scene
3: that plays out, it plays out in the hallway, Correct. right? And it's so much cooler this way.
2: I would agree. Yeah.
3: So, and then. Wrong. i've been going on rants lately about the differences between books and movies and i need to stop because i've always done a really good job at keeping them separate but lately it's just really I think been annoying
2: doing I the think, podcast is yeah.
1: doing that to you well because yeah.
2: you loved the fifth movie oh. and then when you reread the book and it's they're yeah. great for what they it's are the comparing them to the book and then that, just, I that just, is with for me all books are like this me? i am
3: I just finished seven (laughs) and now like that movie just. Oh my god.
2: It still made me cry, I won't lie, but Well yeah, but the Uh, battle. Ugh. Ugh. The baldy bits. Ugh. (laughs) The Voldy Fetty The Voldy Fetty. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh.
1: Fetty Mort.
3: All right. (laughs) Fetty Mort. You're all welcome.
2: (laughs) I don't know what that means. Like Confetti Confetti. Confetti. Uh, Voldemort.
1: Yeah, you just uh, ruin it. Yeah. All right, so Joe makes a point to say that he lands in a beech tree. So I was like, well, what does that mean as far as, like, wandwoods go?
3: I was going to say, is that a wandwood? Uh, it is. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to attempt to read this. Last time I attempted to read this, it really made me angry because of the way that Ollivander is written. Mm-hmm. If I mess this up, you're just going to have to deal. So this Okay. <laughs> This is on uh, Pottermore. It says, the true match for a beach wand will be, if young, wise beyond his or her years, and if full-grown, rich in understanding and experience. What does that even mean? Beach wands perform very weakly for the narrow-minded and intolerant. Such wizards and witches, having obtained a beach wand without having been suitably matched, yet coveting this most desirable, richly-hued, and highly prized wand wood, have often presented themselves at the homes of learned wand makers, such as myself, demanding to know the reason for their handsome wand's lack of power. When properly matched, the beech wand is capable of a, of subtle, of a subtly and artist, artistically rarely seen in any other wand wood, hence its lustrous reputation." Interesting. So if you Good suck, it sucks to suck. This beach wand will not do well for you. That's what I gathered from that. Huh. I don't know what that has to do with him landing in a beach tree, <laughs> but there's the information. Enjoy. Take it how you want. Yeah. So, so he's perched in this tree and he's listening to the conversation And the conversation's happening between Quirrell and Snape. What? So I'm going to kind of read directly from the chapter.
2: From the chapter? From the
1: chapter. Below in a shadowy clearing stood Snape, but he wasn't alone. Quirrell was there too. Harry couldn't make out the look on his face, but he was stuttering worse than ever. Harry strained to catch what they were saying. D- don't know why you wanted t- to meet here of all p- places, Severus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, was, that was very good. Thank you.
1: Oh, I thought we'd keep this private, said Snape in his voice icy. Students are supposed to know about the Sorcerer's Stone, after all. Harry leaned forward. Quirrell was mumbling something. Snape interrupted him. Have you found out how to get past that beast of haggards yet? But Severus, I, you don't want me as your enemy, Quirrell. And Snape, said Snape, taking a step forward to him. I don't know what you, you know perfectly well what I mean. An owl hooted loudly and Harry nearly fell out of the tree. He steadied himself in time to hear Snape say, your little bit of hocus pocus, I'm waiting. But But I don't very well, Snape cut in. We'll have another little chat soon when you've had time to think over things and decided where your loyalties lie. He threw his cloak over his head and strode out of the clearing. It was almost dark now, but Harry could see Quirrell standing quite still as though he was petrified. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program and guess what it's available on desktop or as an app and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn rosetta stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language languages offered spanish french italian german korean chinese japanese dutch arabic polish These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app, there's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline, and it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6.
0: Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Sarah. Do you think he got yelled at after that? I mean, by Voldemort.
1: That'd be kind of hard to... Can you imagine that scene? Do you think that he was standing there petrified because Voldemort was talking to him inside his head?
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably yelling at him. And
3: Voldemort's him. also probably really confused because Snape is supposed to be a Death Eater. And I ne- I actually, but why I f- would he be confused? This helps he, me. Yeah,
1: this helps me confirm my theory. Oh, what's your
3: theory? I You're just finished Deathly Hollows. Did you? And what's that? I know I've said that like four times.
1: But well, you said it on another episode. Yeah. Well. <laughs>
3: I also just said it like two seconds ago. Oh, you but, did.
1: Yeah. I listen.
3: Um, so the his me- Snape's memories are very fresh in my mind right now, and he touches on this in those memories. Okay. <clears throat> and um. Oh wait, is that one? Whoa! No. All right. Lies. Rewind. Are you lying? It's in Half Blood Prince. Ew. Whenever Narcissa and Bellatrix come to Spinner's End. Okay. And Bellatrix is like, I don't trust you. Um and then Snape tells her to ask him any questions and mm-hmm. he'll answer. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Why didn't you why did you stop the Dark Lord from getting the sorcerer's stone?" And he says that he just saw a man who was being greedy basically in Quirrell oh. and he thought that Quirrell was trying to get it for himself so he was
2: playing it off like he didn't know that Voldemort right. was in him yes I see said the blind man <laughs> Jeez.
1: that's, All right. that's interesting um, so loyalties and where they lie so who is Snape telling Quirrell to, to be loyal to to him or to Dumbledore
3: I think it's Dumbledore.
1: I agree. We started this conversation, and then the other we stopped night.
3: because we were like, "No, save it for the podcast." Yeah, i I feel like it's Dumbledore.
2: I, I agree. Know. I don't know. It's, it's just that
3: Dumbledore,
4: then just like the I, good guy side.
2: I think that he is saying to Snape, "Trust Snape." That's what I'm. Snape is snaping it up and real good.
3: What does any of that mean? I don't But when he says, so he says, you know, I want you to figure out where your loyalties lie. But then he's asking him, did you figure out how to get past the three-headed dog? Mm -hmm. I think that he is just being very honest with Quirrell, saying, I know what you're trying to do because I've put an enchantment in front of this stone. You've put something in front of this stone. We all know where it is and we all know at least one thing to, you know, one thing that's protecting it. I will not let you ruin this. That's kind of how I take it.
1: Okay. All right. I'm taking it the other way. And I I don't know. I just I guess it's the way that you read what he says. You know what I mean? Like, cause when I read, um, have you found out how to get past that beast of Hagrid's yet? That the way I interpret that is like, have you found out yet? Like, let's get going on this. I
2: agree. That's how I, I read it.
1: Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I took that differently. I took it as like, oh,
4: have you figured it out yet? Like you need to not mess with this because it's not yours to take.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I like also found the the little quote from Half-Blood Prince. Okay. Where it just says um I th- I think you next wanted to know he pressed on a little more loudly for Bellatrix showed every sign of interrupting. "'Why I stood between the Dark Lord and the Philosopher's Stone. "'That is easily answered. "'He did not know whether he could trust me. "'He thought, like you, that I had turned from faithful Death Eater "'to Dumbledore's stooge. "'He was in a pitiable condition, very weak, "'sharing the body of a mediocre wizard. "'He did not dare reveal himself to a former ally "'if that ally might turn him over to Dumbledore or the Ministry.' I deeply regret that he did not trust me. He would have returned to power three years sooner. As it was, I only saw greedy and unworthy Quirrell attempting to steal the stone. And I admit, I did all I could to thwart him.
2: Interesting.
3: Then it also says here, this is just like, I think, a, a theory that somebody has like written on their own. Mm-hmm. It says, just because Snape claims not to have known Voldemort was possessing Quirrell doesn't mean that he didn't actually know at the time yeah and i think he had to we talk about that right. he's legilimens right there he, it is. he had to have known that voldemort was there and yeah, i think yeah. that that i think snape clearly played a massive role in dumbledore being so knowledgeable about it
2: i agree yeah
1: but i, I mean i also think i mean he could totally be i mean tell bellatrix a lie
3: i agree right he no he could be he could be that's just what comes out of his
2: mouth and this, this is life.
1: all headcanon so yeah you do you, we do, we do
2: we. But it makes (laughs) sense for him to lie to Bellatrix. Right. To say, like, oh, I just saw this one realistically. Well, I mean, he's lying to
1: her in general anyway.
2: Yeah. So, but I, yeah.
3: And that could have been what he told Voldemort because you know Bellatrix might go back to Voldemort with this and if their stories don't match up, then Snape is done. Oh, yeah. So he's just copying what he told Voldemort, I would assume.
1: So yeah. I guess I want to know what our listeners think. Yeah.
3: Please um, let us know. yeah. What does Snape me- mean by all of those? Who's,
1: this? whose loyalties are where are they with Dumbledore or are they with, uh, Snape? I want to hear it. I want to know. Yeah. Okay. We got to figure out how to do polls. I know. I'll figure it's it out. It's got to be on the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. So when Harry returns to Gryffindor tower, there's a party. Everybody's celebrating. Um, Ron is filling Harry in on the fight with Malfoy. Um, he says he's gave Malfoy a black eye. Oh, I, I said that wrong earlier. I said Meville, Neville got like two black eyes. I don't know why I was thinking that. Probably because it's after midnight. Um, <laughs> Ron gave Malfoy a black eye, and Neville was sent to the hospital wing, knocked out by Crab and Goyle. So when yeah, they're chalked that up for another hospital trip for <laughs> Neville. <laughs>
2: Yeah, how many hospital stays has he had? I feel like we need to like tally it out.
1: It's been at least 3 four—not <laughs> four. Fred and George uh, said that they quote stole food from the kitchens, and I'm not saying that the twins like would embellish about something like this because they do a bunch of like awesomely cool rebellious kid stuff. But I feel like it would be really impossible to steal food from the really amazing house elves at Hogwarts. just
2: give it. I think, especially depending on which one you're talking to. Which house elf you mean? Yes.
1: Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I feel like as soon as you, like, what are you, tickle the pair? Mm
3: hmm.
1: As soon as you tickle that pair, they're like, oh man,
3: are you hungry? Like, Mm -hmm. let me feed you. Mm -hmm. I feel like like Mrs. Weasley.
1: Yes. (laughs) Fatten you up, little mother elves. Yes, so that's kind of I I don't know, a little thought of mine. Um, Harry puts together that there are other things guarding the stone and because of, like, the fluffy talk and um, corals quote, hocus pocus. And hocus pocus comes up actually a couple of times in this uh, book. It is Halloween. And so I wanted to know where it originated. It's after Christmas already, Sarah.
2: Not in my life. <laughs>
1: So I pulled up, it's called wordorigins.org. And so it says, we all know that hocus pocus is a term used for magicians patter, the magic words that make a trick happen. But where does it come from? The term first appears as the name of a juggler or magician in the early 17th century from John Gee's New Shreds of the Old Snare, written in
2: 1624. This is a little background for you. You're all welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Tiffany. Yeah, because knowledge is power. My life is enriched because of you.
1: I know. The trio figure out that the only way the stone will stay, stay safe is as long as Quirrell stays strong, and Ron kindly states that it'll be gone by next <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Ron. And that ends that chapter and brings us to our lightning bolt round.
2: Do you have any questions? I have Chiffani? prepped questions i Questions ready. ready.
1: I have
3: questions, too.
2: Oh, look at you. Can I ask my question? Nope. I didn't get to ask any last time, really. I was really. Joking. Yes, you did. Not as many as you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My question is, if you could use the sorcerer's stone for something, what would you use it for?
1: What does that mean? It's like, only used
2: for... <laughs> I know, but, like, would, would you... do If you had to choose between gold or eternal life.
3: Gold. I would just live my life to the fullest. I wouldn't want to sh- live forever. That would get...
0: Like, More you know, ahead. I just
3: kind of think of... I think of uh, Binks from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And, like, how he just wanted to die. Like, he was ready. Yeah. I
1: you were talking about Jar Jar Binks. No. No.
3: No. <laughs> Thackeray. <laughs> so, I mean, if you could have gold and then you could do anything you wanted in the life that mm-hmm. you have allotted to you, I would much rather do that.
2: Yeah. Agreed. Traveling agree. with some gold. My mm. next question. I'd be like
3: the bucket list family and I would just okay. travel you go. my whole life.
2: My next question is do you think that you'd be able to get it out of the thing? Like do you think you'd actually be able to get the stone?
3: No because I would no. want to use it for gold. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I'd be
2: smart enough to figure yeah. that out. Okay. Yeah.
3: I couldn't trick it into thinking I didn't want to use it because I would want to use it.
1: I don't know. Are we in the same situation or are we just walking up to mirrors?
2: You <laughs> can like walk up to mirrors. You mean it's
3: like stuck in the mirror. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Like, am I, like, am I hairy in the situation with Coral?
2: Sort of, but you're not hairy. You're you.
1: <clears throat> well, then yes, <laughs> I would get the stone
2: because I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is Coral? Isn't he a Gryffindor?
1: No. He's a Ravenclaw, isn't he? I,
2: I don't so. want him. He's not allowed to be Look in the it raven.
3: up. Listen, we all have crappy characters in our houses. We've okay. discussed
1: this many a time. I don't think I do.
3: You have like Eric the Oddball, don't you? <laughs> you no, do. he wasn't a
4: Hufflepuff. I think he was a Ravenclaw. Oh, Who's oh, peeing yeah, on was. themselves? That was I don't know. Wait, <laughs> that was just wizards relating to urine. <laughs> That's yeah,
3: yeah. My Is that plan. him? Yeah. Yep.
1: You're in, man.
3: I have a question. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Would you have played if Snape was refereeing the game? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If there was no backup. Face your fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I ask a question? Yep. Mm -hmm. Why is it so... so, Why doesn't Dumbledore go to all the Quidditch matches?
2: He's got other things to do. Busy dude. Don't care.
1: He Busy. Like, he busy. <laughs> he's on in <running> a school.
2: <laughs> oh, he was a Ravenclaw. No, Who on you?
1: Who eric? Now you have you Lockhart know, and Quirrell.
2: Quirrell. Lockhart's not bad. He's really good at the um, a, you er,
1: you hated on him. This is why I mean you, I don't like no, no, him. No. This is why you gotta listen to the podcast that you do I mean again, like, I don't Err. I
2: don't like him, but I like him better than Quirrell. I'd rather have Lockhart than Quirrell. Like, Would ugh, you rather Quirrell. have
1: Lockhart post Chamber of Secrets or free? <laughs>
2: post.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. Um, Can I just say? No. <laughs>
1: um, why isn't there a class at Hogwarts about healing at least ma- like a magical first aid course?
2: It's an interesting thought.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
2: Do you think they'd fix their black eyes?
1: That's what I'm saying. Maybe Neville wouldn't have to be walked up to the hospital. wings. I mean, he was knocked out, so whatever. But
2: like... Was he floated up to the... Um,
1: oh. Little Wingardium Leviosa
4: up the steps. <laughs> I think Harry might mention in the last book how he like realizes his yeah. lack of... Healing yeah. abil- healing abilities from education, like he just wasn't
1: taught. Basically anything. throw some dittany on it and we're done. <laughs> yes.
2: Um Does it work for bruises or do they have like a bruise paste or something? It works
1: for splinting. I gotta figure it works for everything. Yeah,
2: but splinting like he was well bleeding. Well, they, they also used you know. use the Dittany on the burns from I'm just saying yeah, like, but
1: that's like another like wound.
2: Like a bruise right. is totally a different type of
1: um Well, it's magic. We can do whatever we want. We can
2: do whatever you want. I'll almost. do whatever I want. Can't bring someone back from
1: the dead. Do you think that in defense against the dark arts they learn how to cure injuries from dark creatures slash magic? Like I know we learned yes. about werewolf bites. I don't think so. Well, <laughs> they they cure. They learn how to take care of werewolf bites. But so. then why
2: ask the question if you're? I want to know to if it. it's
1: like more than that. I
2: don't. I don't think clearly like they're not Ridulo getting that much
1: stuff. And I think they I would. think so. You got brains, you know, like in no. the oh. ministry
2: brains what are those things
1: by the way i don't know that's from
3: another episode about four years yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. i have a question sure Yep. Yeah. if you had a chocolate frog card made right now what would it say about your life
2: she spends 90 percent of her time in bed or eating sausages, or podcasting. I was or just podcasting. gonna say,
3: <laughs> yeah, host of Swish and Flick, podcast. one fourth of the coolest podcast <laughs> ever.
2: Do you think we would each get an individual one, or like one group one?
3: I would want a group one; that would be cool.
2: Or we could all have a group one and individual ones. Yeah, we're, we're that
3: big. It would say we're that cool. We're
2: the cool kids. <laughs> it's say Swish and Flick Cast, aka the Cool Kids Club.
4: Me and Meg actually <laughs> made a chocolate frog card. For ourselves, for our wedding as They're a lying. gift, because we had
2: I a Harry it. Potter wedding, and it was saying.
4: the back was pretty hilarious. I don't remember everything it said, but we have
2: it, was it on cute. fridge. It was cute. Nice. I you. have it somewhere. I believe I was
4: exemplary in the Scourgify course. <laughs>
2: course. <laughs> That's so
1: perfect for charm. you, Guys, is,
3: She's a germaphobe. Yeah, she's getting better though. She, how is many she? germs
1: are in that pop filter there? <laughs> she didn't get grossed out when I'm I ate that I'm pretzel. Not <laughs> I have another question. How I didn't get to answer. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I <laughs> yeah. didn't get to answer. I'd spend all my time with my dog and my
1: husband. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's all It would say, wife to Martin, mother to Foz, teacher of young minds,
2: and a student of the world,
1: podcaster <laughs> to some. <laughs> General, Potterhead to all. General dork. <laughs> yeah. Go, Meg. What would your answer be? Turd. Host of... Ferguson.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Host of Swish and Flick podcast. And
1: not much else. Avid Swifty. Avid, Avid oh Swifty. Oh
3: gosh.
1: Taylor Swift. Oh god. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs>
2: Disney, Avid Swifty. Potterhead.
3: Curry worshiper. Oh, Stephen Curry worshiper.
2: <laughs> I have a question.
3: And mother to Ignotus, Teddy and Minerva.
2: All right. Is there? Kitties for life. Is there someone that you is like the Snape to you that you wouldn't want, um, to rough Whoa, your that's game? That's
1: kind of like, You doesn't
2: have to be personal. It could literally be someone you've never met. It could be Snape. Snape could be your Snape uh episode title <laughs> it could be your safe. um i'll even i'll even put this on it has to be a wizarding person. I'll t- no okay fine ezra kirk <laughs> do you think he'd be mean to you do we have to, do we have to i don't know him him? uh rebel watch has been
1: calling us out oh, i think he's there? too smug to run he's in. a little <laughs> smug i mean he's talking about the force i'm gonna force push
2: him right off a of broom but, Can I say that would make sense though, because the Gryffindors win. Like we are like the Gryffindor team. So they win and they beat Snape and the Slytherins. Who's we just like I'm saying, are you we the that- whole cast right now is like Gryffindor. Hold on, so, so, so Gryffindor's when we, when, the best. No, I'm think yeah. Twish and Flick is the best. So need calm down. Versus Rebel Watch, but you are comparing. We're gonna win. And so Gryffindor, when we go
3: up against Rebel Watch, we're gonna win. That's gonna what we're saying. Just
2: like Harry and the Gryffindors are beating the Slytherins, my we Snape, too will beat Rebel Watch. My Snape oh, would too. be Matt then.
1: Matt,
3: okay. He's. He's a... He's
1: a little... <laughs> what's that word? I think it's called just smug. Yeah. He's a little smug. Yeah, a little
3: bit. He's a little smug. If he was part of the Potterverse, he would be a smuggle.
4: Also, he's a huge Snape fan, so... Oh, yeah. Right. He needs to go.
1: Got that Snape one from Universal. I don't know what's going on. We also got to throw Mr. Michael Canterbury in there. He's also roughing a match. <laughs>
3: So Rebel Watch would be our snake, Yeah,
1: <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Rebel so Watch fun. is an all-Star Wars podcast. Tune in, listen to them. Tell them how much you love Harry Potter.
3: Go on their page. Yes. They have a Facebook. They have a...
1: Podbean comments. Yeah,
3: Podbean. And go and leave comments and tell them that Swish and Flick is better. Yeah.
2: They're great, too. Just, also, you know, just side
3: note, like this is a very good friendship and we're not being mean. That's to them. true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Full disclosure.
1: They are some of my best friends. So but
3: really go and leave them comments and tell them that swish and flick is better and
1: ask me. them straight up, start your conversation. Who gave you the right? <laughs> <laughs> who do, who you do you think, think you are?
2: <laughs> Just tell them who you think is going to win and the, the fight to the death. Is it going to be rebel watch or is it going to be swish and flick? my vote swish and flick and that's the right vote.
3: Katie, what's your vote?
4: Uh squish and slick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> swish and flick. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think all right. Any other uh lightning round questions?
2: Let me think. Do you think there could be a scarier place that they would go to have this conversation than the forbidden forest? What if what if Harry got caught?
1: No. Not 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 a, like hog not like in the Hogwarts. I think Forbidden Forest is like scary. Think place. Of, like
2: what would have happened if Harry walked into the forest. He would be
1: dead. No, he they, they would have known he was there. it would have been too loud. I think. Maybe I don't know.
2: Do you think that Hagrid? Not it's not who I'm thinking about. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> you think Snape knew he was in the woods because he can like he told read minds? I'm talking about Harry. He was
1: pretty focused. You're talking about who? I'm sorry.
2: Snape. Do you know? Do you think he knew that Harry was there because he could read minds?
1: I think. How does
3: that work,
1: though? Like Katie said,
3: I think he was very focused on Quirrell.
2: I bet you he knew he was there.
1: So if I'm like sitting in a room, can I like, and I'm Snape, can I hear all of you? Yeah.
3: Mm, I, could, I think that you would you have could. to tune in to each person oh my gosh so, this but is but like maybe twilight like, oh. i was gonna
1: say a
4: snape like edward cullen
3: <laughs> no
4: he, but sparkle? maybe is
2: does he oh, like have an inkling like of sparkle. like oh i can hear like and i can tune them out like maybe when he first i don't know well, it's an I interesting just, thought
1: i feel like li- i don't know i feel like there's got to be something more to it rather than just like listening yeah i'm still stuck on sparkly snape <laughs> Does somebody draw that. Somebody <gasps> drew us something. Drew something. Yeah, it was so cute. Yes. it was a puppy. Oh, so I'm digging wizardly. it. <gasps>
2: Can they draw Fozzie Bear in a little hat? Can I ask another lightning bolt <laughs> with question? this clean sweep? Right. Yes. Yes. Tiffany's gonna find the um, woman's. I don't know if it's a woman. The person's name. Sorry. Huh? You, is that what you're looking up? Whose name? The person that drew that thing. No. thing. Oh, there was a person that drew a picture. I'm looking up girl. mind reading. I- so. He's if you were going to buy Snape some shampoo, <laughs> what would you buy?
3: He's going to need some man. serious Head Ten Dress shoulders. Oolala. Does he have dandruff, though? He's just greasy. Well. Her name is Jordan, by the way, the girl yeah. that drew. Jordan, was that was super amazing. Cool. It's so cute, so cute. We put it on our Instagram and Twitter it's and it's Facebook, I re, I think Facebook. I
2: reblogged. it. Re, is that the right terminology for Tumblr? Yes, I, re-blogged. I, so. I, just, I haven't said that in a long time, so it sounds weird. It's I. I'm always amazed at people that can draw things because I can't. So she's very talented.
3: So we want to do our fan. What story? kind of
2: shampoo? You didn't answer. Oh,
3: um, I kind of answered with Tiffany. And yeah, so we s- me. we sang it.
2: <laughs> I think um, Paul Mitchell has a clean shampoo that is a cleansing, like a specifically one to get stuff out of your hair.
4: I'm gonna go Herbal essence because I, I want to see Snape in the commercial.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. So good. Is that the right one? Would you mm. would you yeah. ever wash Snape's hair for him? Oh no?
1: no. Oh, see,
2: I I mean well, you I had, would need to I had like, a I I just man Would you it? give him
1: <laughs> would you give him a pedicure?
2: No, but I'd give him a really good <laughs> scrub down on his little scalp.
1: Clean mm. it up. Can I say something real quick? Yep. Nope. Legilimens, to see. Inside another Witcher wizard's mind. So is it pictures?
2: I think it, I think it could be both.
1: I'm very I Joe, think, I dear think Joe, what is Queenie. I think it's what are the? I need what, more. What do they say Queenie is?
4: Is she's a legilimens?
2: Yeah. So she doesn't necessarily it see. So you can hear.
1: legilimens says it's it, it like the first thing it says a spell that lets the caster see into the mind of another person. This is also the term for a Witcher wizard with this ability. Only muggles talk of mind reading. The mind is not a book to be opened at will and examined at leisure. Thoughts are not etched onto the insides of skulls to be pursued by any invader. The mind is a complex and many layered thing. Potter, or at least most minds are. Uber.
3: It says here on Pottermore that Queenie is a Legilimens, Mm -hmm. someone with the ability to extract feelings and memories from another's mind. So it seems to be very specific to picture I would think mm. and emotion not necessarily like reading you know yeah. what i mean
4: most guys are thinking mm. what you was thinking when you first saw me God,
1: she's so cute i love her <laughs> um and then i like this cuz this is clearly like he knows he's better and he's just lying when he's talking <laughs> to bellatrix you think he is mistaken or that i have somehow hoodwinked him fooled the dark lord the greatest wizard the most accomplished legilimens the world has ever seen Mr. Snape, you know that's not true because you're the best. Even though you suck, how did he get that way? Got to train, right? You yes. Train your mind up. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, he had to.
1: Yeah. Do you think you're also born with like that ability? Yeah. Queenie yeah, I was. Would think so. We need. I, I feel think, like she doesn't even have
2: to try. I, I think, think she's are, just like she's, a boss. Like we talked about earlier, having like different levels, you could be born with it, and then you can be born with the ability to like able to do it, where you just have to like hone your skill more. Kind
1: mm-hmm. of like divination. Yeah, mm-hmm. divination. God. All right.
2: Fan story? Yes, yeah, please. Fan please story. tell us about some fans. Tell me about
4: a fan. This comes from Allison Ray. She says, the first movie came out when I was five, and a magical babysitter introduced me to it one night. She brought it over, put it on, and I was glued to it. Mm -hmm. I begged her to put it on repeat, begged my parents to buy it for me, begged for the toys, begged for the books. I saw a lot of myself in Harry, and the way that I've grown up under less than great parenthood was sassy as heck and sought solace in two best friends, which happened to be my siblings. It's every kid's dream to be whisked whisked away by magic, and Harry Potter gave that to me. I forever hold on to the lessons he taught me of bravery and love, and I'm a proud Hufflepuff. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> it took me a while to read the books, but once I did, I haven't stopped. I'm thankful to be able to listen to y'all on car rides and feeling like the magic is everywhere. I recently played Sorcerer's Stone for the kids I babysit and rem- reminisced as we hid under the blankets in the fire scene with mm-hmm. Harry and Quirrell because it was so scary. Aww. Harry Potter is a part of me that will never change. Don't let the muggles get you down. I think this is so cool because mm-hmm. Harry Potter, like, yeah. we are the generation that is passing this down yeah. to mm-hmm. other generations. Yeah. Create those little Potterheads. It's, it's insane. Circle. My it's cousins,
2: cute. this is a couple, maybe two summers ago, were reading it, and it's like, oh, you're reading Harry Potter, and they were like, yeah, have you read it? And I was like, Whoa. Uh, yeah, I have. I'm like, uh, I've read all of them. I was at and the start, like, <laughs> so they were kind of getting like, you know, oh, do you know this? And I was like. Looking back, I'm like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have been such like a jerk. I was like, yeah, I do know, I know all about. How old
1: are they?
3: And how old were you <laughs> the the, time? at the time? It was like
2: like two years there ago. It was like
3: this was yesterday. They were like,
2: <laughs> I was old enough at the age to know twenty five, and they're like ten, thirteen, <laughs> something like that. Like, yeah. I, I should have just been like, I love that you're reading those. It's so great. Right. I was like, no i know all about harry potter you want to hear something spoiler alert he dies i didn't say that to i'm not that mean but i was like (laughs) sarah i was like oh my god you're reading it and then i was like let's talk about him but they were like being kids yeah they were being sassy and so i was sassy back then i was like "Ooh, my bad
3: well thank you allison yes
2: Yes, for
4: your story
3: so make sure that you use our pinned post on Facebook to use for discussion on this episode. Post your questions and comments, and anybody can respond and answer, and we will be sure to reach out as well. So go find us on Facebook where we're most active and like our page to get all the latest info. We are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Find us and follow us on Patreon. Patreon. By supporting us on Patreon, it only helps us to be able to provide you with better content more often. Um, we reached our first goal and are on to our second, which is to be able to get better equipment to do vlogs for you. So head on over to www.patreon.com slash swishflickcast and support your favorite Potter podcast. The best
1: Potter yeah, podcast. And keep sending us your... Potter stories, yes. Yes. Potter profiles, all Funny of that. stories. Anything. Thoughts. Yep. Me. Just message us to talk. We like also,
2: it. Also, um, suggestions. If you have like, ooh, I really want to hear about this and like mm-hmm.
1: say. For Felix Files. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can yeah.
2: talk about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Potter, Wizarding World, JK Rowling.
1: Yeah. So our Even bo- Cursed Child. Even it Cursed Child. You're it. right. We guess. Um, <laughs> a lot of the bonus content where we stray away from the, um, chapter rereads, that's going to come on, um, our Patreon, Patreon mm-hmm. for our Felix files. Um, what level Bo Bo Truckle Boatruckle and higher. Boatruckle and higher get access to the Felix files. There are are there th- Three. Three Felix? No,
0: there's
1: like four. Four? Right now, there's four. Four. Um, we just had one come out a couple days there ago. There might
3: be five out by the time you guys hear this. I'm not sure. Somewhere around there, but we're going to be releasing two six Felix six. files a month
1: mm-hmm. for everybody. Lots of bonus content on there. All right, so that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the Muggles get you down.
0: <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice. <laughs>
4: What do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my
2: gosh! It was horrible.
4: I know. You know how to make a tissue dance? Put a boogie in it, put a little boogie in it.